everybody welcome to a new episode of two drunk fans gab what are you drinking uh jack and coke uh yeah i'm drinking jack and coke um what are you enjoying i'm having an abita purple haze i'm sorry what abita purple haze it's a it's a raspberry lager okay i was like are you smoking pot (laughs) it's legal here baby (laughs) i well totally aware and not judgy but Uh i was just like wait not awesome things happened last time you smoked pot. Actually, nothing happened the last time I smoked pot. I passed out for 10 hours. A whole bunch of nothing. Didn't even get hungry, no munchies, just like fell asleep. That's it. How boring. <laughs> now you know. Um, I tried uh, an edible recently. Mm-hmm. Tell me about it. I ate fruit and went to sleep. So, So there's a common common reoccurrence marijuana makes me eat healthier and go to bed on time or early Um, even if you will so watch out it's a gateway drug i don't know that i'll be trying it again it's it's if i want to go to bed early i'll just take a little melatonin or or eat some more of your little gummy bear (laughs) it's it's different than what i do when i drink alcohol which means i go out and run amok which I have been doing in Atlanta this week. Hotlanta, the ATL. Hotlanta, Hotlanta. Mm-hmm. It's where I go to run them up these days. Now that we're done talking about our respective delinquencies, uh, it is called Two Drunk Fans. Yeah, not a lot has happened since the last time we recorded, which, quite frankly, is fine with me before the season really kicks in. Yeah, I'm and just have- waiting for like a slew of announcements. We need to. Did, we need more info did, on streams. Um, yes. We need allocation list. Yes. Oh my god, we need allocation list like crazy. We did Watch, find that's, out. That's what's gonna drop tomorrow. Probably. Uh, it did come out. Uh, Dan Laletta reported for Equalizer that Jen Hildreth and Ali Wagner are gonna be NWSL's lead TV crew. There we go. I think I like that. I like Ellie Wagner anyway. I mean, I think she's done a pretty good job calling national team games. I like Ellie Wagner as a commentator. I get very frustrated by her outside of soccer yeah. views about things. We, so, yes, put her on my TV screen and have her talk about soccer, and I'm totally down. Yeah, soccer, 100%. Uh, person to person, agree to disagree. Yep. Anyway, yep. not not somebody I want to run into in, at a bar. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. I don't I know. She might be a really fun, her. a really fun drunk. You know, you don't know. I know, right? If, if Allie Wagner does drink, we we don't know. So we've got mm-hmm. friendlies coming up in April. I think it's dumb to be playing friendlies during preseason. It kind of screws over NWSL clubs a little bit. But when is U.S. Soccer not screwing over NWSL clubs? Never. Two games, April 6th, April 9th, both in Texas. We have a 23-player roster because Morgan Bryan is out with a minor injury from She Believes. Have you had a chance to look at the roster? I have, yeah. Um, Not a whole lot of surprises. I was like, Jill, here's your chance. Keep doing what you're doing. 
I think there's a balance here. Um, I'm a. I'm super pleased Megan Oyster got called in. I think she could be an interesting step in helping to create a future for that center back mm-hmm. role, assuming Jill ever uses a four back again. Oh, and God. B. Um, I do appreciate that I think Jill Ellis is trying to balance working out the mistakes she made from She Believes, which necessarily means calling in some of the same players from She Believes, you know, the same personnel so that she can figure out what to do them versus, you know, calling in wholesale a bunch of new kids. Because if I'm going to complain that these games are interrupting NWSL preseason, I guess I should also be okay that she's not calling away crucial players like Danny Colaprico. Right. Instead of just throwing her into some meaningless cash grab friendly against Russia, she can stay with her team, actually, and have a solid, uninterrupted preseason. So so it's a blessing in disguise. So drink some more of your beer, because that's a really rational response to this. <laughs> and we're here to not be rational. I'm not going to get irrational. I had one beer with dinner. That's my limit. I can't have any what? more. Oh, yeah, you're saving for France. I'm saving for France, and you know my rules. I don't I don't have more than one drink alone. God damn it. Well, I'm in my hotel room having drinks alone, so I'll have another one for you. You're never alone. I'm with you always. You are in a very creepy way. <laughs> when you look back, you'll see there were two sets of footprints, because I was Stop with it. you. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Oh my god, you're horrible. Now I'm going to have nightmares. <laughs> I'm going to have nightmares tonight because you're of you. You're just going to imagine my little face peeking up over the foot of your bed. No. Like I don't your... I don't know. <laughs> pull the covers all the way up to your like your nose and just hope that I I can't get you anywhere the covers are are covering you. That's the rule. Stop it. You are not the, the monster underneath my bed. <laughs> I'm not underneath the bed. I'm in the closet. Stop it. I swore I would never return to the closet, but I will just for you. Oh my god, just to freak me out. The haunting of Gabby. No. No. I don't want any of it. Alright. Um, here's what I'm most interested in, actually, for for these two friendlies, aside from if Megan Oyster will get actually any time to play at all, is, is Amy Rodriguez going to perform? Right? Like, this is part of her... Um, she's guaranteed a call-up after pregnancy, uh, she mm-hmm. already had that, I believe, with the last camp, or she believes. Yeah, um, but she didn't play it. But all. she didn't play. So she's back I don't think in. she even dressed, right? No, I don't think she dressed either. Yeah. So, I mean, she's not guaranteed to dress for a game. I think you're just guaranteed a call in to camp for evaluation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And she got a second call in. And she got a second call in. Maybe at the first one, she wasn't quite coming up to speed, or Jill was like, I don't have room for you in my plan at this time, but next time. So. I really want to see. Amy Rodriguez is not a spring chicken anymore, but that doesn't mean she's not still a good forward. What do you mean? She's still a new kid. <laughs> Gav, time, time passes us all by. I mean, Just because one of them already retired. One day, inevitably, the universe will spiral towards nothingness and we will all disappear. Oh why are you being so deep? Stop drinking your beer. <laughs> Just um, stop. Maybe I'm just kind of contemplative because I had a near-death experience yesterday. What? I ordered spicy at an Indian restaurant. Uh, when they came over to give me the option for mild, uh, medium, or spicy, I was just like, yeah, make it hot. And it was 
like one of the most foolish decisions I've made in a long time. What was your poop like? Oh boy, it was fragrant. Oh my god, I can't imagine. <laughs> um, I cannot imagine. My only saving grace is I don't get heartburn. That is a saving grace. Uh-huh. I would be drinking my Lanta like crazy. No, I just, but I was literally dripping sweat. Like it was literally falling off my face into the napkin on my lap. I just kept having to dab myself off. I was like fucking Carly Lloyd in the 90th minute, just like dripping, you know? Were you doing this in public? Yes, I went out to get dinner last oh, night. Oh my God. You and were sweating like a pig. The, the I went in pretty early. I had like a 5 p.m. dinner because apparently I'm you 67 years old. You had an early bird special. Yeah, early bird. I went in. I ate by myself. Restaurant totally empty. They <laughs> just kept coming over and being like, are you okay? Are you are you sure? Are you okay? It was because you were sweating profusely. I know. I kept dabbing myself off with the napkin. And um, at the end, they brought me this little chilled cake of, it might have been carrot cake or something, but they were like, for your tongue. And I was like, <laughs> Oh, bless you. Thank you so much. I didn't ask what it You're was. Like, I, I didn't, need this. I, I didn't stop this. to ask. I just put it in my mouth. Name of my sex tape. Oh, my God. So. Oh, God. <laughs> Amy Rodriguez. Anyway, she's 30 years old. Um, young. 30 years young. 30, 30 years young. Sure. And it's not like she hasn't done some good stuff for FC Casey. So... So I, I'm I'm very intrigued to see what she does. I think Jill should put her in to see how she clicks with some of the players like Lynn Williams. Um, uh, I think, I mean, so Amy Rodriguez is like very, very frustrating to be a fan of, right? Because uh -huh. when she's on, she's on and it's awesome and everything. And when she's off, she's just like, like slightly off in a, oh my God. I'm going to punch her because she just missed a sitter sort of way. Yes, you're very right. When she's off, she's off in a like, oh, if she touched it in just a different way or the ball's just a, a little bit wide or, you know. Yeah, she's never off like in a Sydney LaRue sort of way. Ooh, that's another one who's going to get a call up again eventually, but... um. But who's also playing for FC Casey at this uh -huh. point? And I never thought we'd see the day. Sid LaRue, the drama. the drama, the drama, Sid LaRue, I think has much less of a chance than Amy Rodriguez to make it back into the attacking pool. I think. I mean, unless she, unless her like mother, mothering instincts just absolutely spike her honey badger traits. Uh, uh, what? Like, You're right. You can see your baby again after you score. Like, or just, you know, if she... So the Sydney LaRue that dominated uh -huh. was the Sydney LaRue that would physically beat you to the ball. Yeah, she wrecked, right? she wreaked havoc back there, but Yeah. I, yeah. But and so I'm imagining like she just has to have the the chemistry in her brain like fine-tuned in that way and she could wreak havoc again, but she kind of lost some of that kill mentality, you know? A little bit. I don't think Sydney LaRue has made dimension as many dimensions to her as an attacker as even Amy Rodriguez does. No. No. So if A-Rod's not going to make it back, I don't think Sid is going to make it back. She she right. deserves uh, a chance to see. We don't need see. a honey badger. Yeah. Well, I mean she deserves a chance to see if she's you know, if she's what the offense needs, but the pool is pretty deep right now and yeah. You've been bringing in younger players like Lynn Williams and Kaylee Ohai, so I don't see Jill going back to an older, not not age-wise, but like 
experience wise an older an older mm-hmm. well there so mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see i want to see a rod play i want to see her play either a full 90 or for more than one game like don't just sub her in in the 75th and be like she didn't score nothing yeah i think it'll be hard to start her uh but yeah. it is russia i mean the other thing is is like we're playing russia yeah but the other thing is that on the, on the other side of the coin we are now number two in the world. God. So maybe Russia has a chance. We're just has a chance. The fall from grace was so precipitous. Just how will we go we're on? No, at number we're no two? longer building a snowman against Russia. The the struggle will be so real now. It will be so real. That Germany because has... you know Germany has that one point on top of us in the FIFA rankings. It it feels weird that, I mean, it's not like we haven't not been number one within recent history. Like, we had to take it back from Germany, like, two years ago. Mm-hmm. So, I don't think anybody's really freaking out. They shouldn't be. Uh, Germany's at 2108 points, we're at 2105, and the next one is France at 2072. So, we'll be fine. Because driving to number two, it's just a symptom of everything that we bitched about in our previous episode talking about She Believes. So we knew right. it was coming. Yeah. Nobody should be shocked by the FIFA rankings. Also, I mean, fuck, how much stock do you really put into those rankings? We always know that Germany's right there. France uh-huh. is always right there. Germany's peeking you know, over the edge of your bed waiting for you to fall asleep. Stop it. Germany's <laughs> hiding out in your closet. And France is, you know, peeking in through your windows. <laughs> um, so we, we know these things. Like, mm-hmm. none of this is, is shocking. And it's just one of those things. It's like, all right, when are we actually going to do anything about Jill? No? Nothing? Okay, cool. Cool. I agree with, so one of the writers at Stars and Stripes, Charles Only, wrote up an article for us about how Jill deserves a little more time, but not much. I basically think... Uh, these upcoming away friendlies in Europe are her kind of last chance. We're playing Norway in June, and there should be another game in Europe around that time within that window. Um, Russia, I don't really care about the results. They're not going to mean much. But these right. upcoming away games in Europe uh, against Norway and, you know, TBD, I think if she shows that she hasn't learned from She Believes, then she should be out. Yeah, it's, it's just one of those things where it's like, she's going to get this entire year. Yeah, yeah. Her, and, contra- her contracts are twenty nineteen, you know, so yeah. Right, right. Well, her contracts until twenty nineteen, but it's it's to me, it's one of those things that's like U.S. If I'm U.S. Soccer, I'm at least interviewing potential other coaches. I don't think it would cost them that much to buy out the rest of her contract either. No, she's not making clean cleansman money. Cleansman money. She's not arriving in any helicopters. Um, she's. No. I think. The most she would be making with bonuses would be close to three hundred thousand. Because when we got figures for Pia back after we won in twenty twelve, I mm-hmm. think they said she made like two seventy, two eighty. Yeah, that that range. So Jill with the World Cup under her belt. Um, oh, I don't remember when the contract negotiated. She signed a new contract after year. the World Cup. It was last year. Yeah, 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 yeah. So with the World Cup under her belt, she probably had enough leverage to be at least over 250 
and we're yeah, I'd say she's probably pushing three pushing three so yeah. yeah but compared to you know whatever they they're paying Bruce Arena they probably if they had to wouldn't blink too much at buying out the rest of her contract no it would be a drop in the bucket but yeah. it's one of those things where it's like there aren't a hell of a lot of replacements Maybe we'll save that for another episode <laughs> this summer. Uh, who could possibly replace Jill Ellis? Oh, do you think Laura Harvey would ever answer that call? I don't know. I think she'd have to f- have to spend more time with the U23s. I want Sylvia. Nide? Mm-hmm. Didn't she retire, though? Like, straight out retire? It's not that she left I mean, Germany. She just retired. Yeah, but, but it's not uncommon. To, like, I wonder if she would answer the call. I would be so interested. My goodness. Right? Wouldn't, that be, wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> what I really want is for somebody to walk in in like a wig and sunglasses and then for Tom Sermani to pull them off and be like, surprise, bitches. I bet you thought you'd seen the last of me. I know, right? <laughs> Guess who's back? Like Lady Gaga on Drag Race and trying to see how long it takes until all the contestants figure out it's the real lady gaga not an impersonator just like the Was reveal thing yeah it's a thing i am surprised that i know that much about drag race but apparently i know more about it than i thought i did i know nothing so congratulations i've never seen an episode and yet i know that's the thing that's going to happen well it's because you have a your ear to the ground with what the kids are into this, these I, days i do watch too much television Anyway, I, on the other hand, have absolutely no idea and am just happy that I know Lady Gaga performed at the Super Bowl. Right, right. I didn't watch the Super Bowl this year. I did. I was stuck in a hotel room, as is my life. I don't remember what I did instead. I think I was probably eating. I'm sure. That's a good guess for any given time. Like, what were you doing at that point in time? I was eating, probably. I was probably eating and or drinking. Anyway, um, so yeah, Russia in early April, and then we'll finally get to kick off the NWSL season for real. We're in preseason, there have been some games. I think the biggest profile one has been Portland-Chicago, because it's actually two teams we're going to play. It's not like versus a college team where Boston tonight is playing a U15 boys club. Um, What did you think of Portland-Chicago? I really enjoyed that match. Um, Chicago is feisty. They are physical um, and they have a very good presence on the pitch. Um, Portland, I'm a little bit more critical. I'm just more familiar with them uh, and their their team. I, I did find it interesting that um, there were a number of normal starters who weren't playing in the match. Uh, for both sides. So it, it was something where I was like, well, they're probably at like 80%. Each side is probably at, at 80% of what we'll see in April. Um, <clears throat> I thought I, I was shocked that the score was so low. Um, I thought that there were was a lot of potential for the game to open up in, at certain times, um, at different times. It, it started out with really high energy and a lot of sloppiness, a lot of misconnections, things like that, but it's preseason. Yeah. You know, don't don't have a lot of huge 
expectations for for what the teams can bring um i definitely do have expectations of how i want to see portland develop over the next uh week um they have another match on wednesday night and then the last one that one's against the u23s and then on saturday they play houston um which i always enjoy when we play houston because i i really like their squad um i think that they have really well-rounded group um and so yeah i i i like it when we play play them i'm hoping that the thorns can kind of sell down on the ball um but what what i did find really interesting watching match is it was very obvious that mark parsons gave them goals like you could very visibly see a strategy okay we're gonna play we're, we're gonna do a hold up we're gonna we're gonna do you know some some uh, delaying tactics, um, or we're gonna we're not gonna rely so much on on the long balls or, or the the breakaways, but we're gonna hold up and get the midfield to to be there to support uh, sink or or be there to to just kind of catch up and, and move the entire the entire game. Um, I thought that that was really interesting. Or you just see you saw them not constantly moving forward which was refreshing Mm -hmm. because i feel like when you're constantly pushing and constantly pressuring um or pressing you're you're kind of desperate let me ask you a question because this relates directly to the national team what did you think of ali long back there um i didn't so I didn't really notice her back there in quotes Mm -hmm. um i thought she did have some pretty good defensive moments um, I did, uh, I did poop my pants a few times, mainly from A.D. French, though. Um, French definitely, uh, plays with the ball at her feet a bit more than I'm comfortable with. Yeah. Um, and there were a few times where she just wasn't, didn't have a sense of urgency, uh, even though she was being pressured, but that has nothing to do with Allie Long. I, th- I thought that Allie actually played a really uh, she had a really good match, but she was just physically, um, she, she didn't have this physical presence that you kind of want somebody on defense to have. Um, her, her vertical game was great. Uh, she was able to clear a lot of corner kicks with, with her head, but she, she was getting pushed off the ball or thrown off the ball quite a bit. Uh, and so from a national team standpoint, um, especially given, you know, what we just saw and she believes I, I would anticipate or expect Allie to be spending a bit more time in the gym, um, or just like getting her center of gravity a bit more firm because she does get out manned on the ball. Yeah. It goes back to the thing where she's not a natural defender. So no, her, uh, positioning and strengths there aren't, you know, they're not Sauerbrunnian. Yeah, she's, you know, used to being smart and making moves to avoid the physical contact. Um, um I, I do think she also needs to work on her distribution. When I when you see her and Amandine Henri on the same field. Oh, God. Night and day. Henri distributes the ball the way Jill Ellis wishes Allie Long would distribute the ball, I think. Yeah. I'm not yeah. saying Long is I mean, bad, but she's not at the level she needs to be in order to be first choice for the position that Jill is putting her in. Yeah. Ali, Ali has the tendency to clear a ball, whereas Henri will distribute it. 
Henri will take the time, look up, find, make the make a good decision. Sometimes it's not the best one, but she will make a good decision. And then what Henri does that's really fantastic and beautiful to watch is she then moves to open space or follows you know, follows that, that play so that she then can receive it back. Whereas a lot of times Ali will clear and then like kind of make those motions, those, those arms out wide motions of, okay, let's push up. And it's like, no, just let's control the ball. Let's control this game. And I, I honestly, I kind of think that that's probably what Mark is working on this year is how do we control the ball more often? I'm pretty sure I saw a stat at halftime where Chicago was at like 65% possession and Portland was only at 35%. Hmm. Um, uh, I don't know what it was at the end of the match. Um, I, I don't, I can't remember that uh, off the top of my head, but I remember seeing that stat and being like, yeah, I, I'd buy that. It felt, like that, that feels reasonable. It felt very much like Portland eventually just pretty much took control though. Yeah. Um, which was to be expected. Chicago, I think they made some subs, so they weren't, it felt to me like Portland was going out there and testing to see, you know, if they could get around 80-90%, whereas Chicago mm-hmm. was more content to cruise a little bit in a lower gear and be like, all right, it's preseason. We're just kind of feeling out the situation. We've traveled. We're not here to, like, go balls to the wall and win in some whatever preseason tournament. We're here to work out the kinks in the system and just see what the deal is. I think that makes sense. You know, Portland's on home turf, so... They both got what they wanted out of the game. Win-win. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it was a it was a great. Um, just I'm just so happy that Portland hosts this tournament and that I have access to this. And I know that's totally selfish, but I'm just like, man, I just like we had six thousand people show up for a preseason game I in d- the cold and rain. I do wish that NWSL had kind of taken more of an opportunity with this they're they're doing the portland games which is great and i think they're testing out kind of their broadcast setup there a little bit maybe i don't know how much the league is really involved and how much is just portland going we're going to do this for you guys right Um, was was it a good stream like i haven't the stream stream. was good it was just about to the level of the same level as you get during the season so it was fine yeah so i know that uh, last year, I, I haven't really followed for this season, but I know that last year, Merritt Paulson basically took the approach of we're streaming our games because we are manning it, we are doing the production, we're doing everything. Um, if other teams who are playing here want to also stream, we're happy to accommodate, but we will not be doing it. I just wish NWSL had bought into it a little more because it's a good way to drum up publicity and attention for the whole league before the season starts you've got three nwsl teams and the u23s so i would have wanted a little more buy-in from nwsl and u.s soccer and then make every game available for streaming it doesn't even need to be Mm -hmm. like high quality it can just be the stream no commentary but maybe next year i i yeah i i think the lifetime the lifetime deal is fantastic i really want NWSL and advertisers. I mean, honestly, it's one of those things where it's like, it doesn't have to even be NWSL, but if we get the national brands that support the league to want to drum up that publicity, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Um, Right now, this, this tournament is 
sponsored by Tillamook Cheese. Uh, and, and, you know, I, they're not an NWSL sponsor. Um, uh, they're, a they're a stadium sponsor. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's just, I, I think there are a lot of opportunities. Um, it's just how, how do we as fans show that there is this opportunity, right? We, we continue to buy. Um, I, I personally make decisions, uh, based on, companies that do sponsor the league for example uh copper tone yeah um i know they they aren't a current uh, sponsor we don't yet know if they're renewing for this season but i uh, honestly made that decision uh while they they had their name associated um i just man it's it's one of those things that's frustrating like how do i prove how loyal i am i mean obviously it takes group action as with anything, when it comes down to business versus consumers or management versus labor, the group action has to be mm-hmm. enough to move whatever big guys at the top. But, I, I mean, talking about it helps, and, and you making your personal decisions helps. I, I definitely was influenced by it last season where I was like, I need sunscreen. I'll buy Coppertone. Mm-hmm. Easy, right? I'm also now willing to try Tillamook cheese. I like cheese anyway, but... Well, well we when you come back out here, when I come we, in, we will, don't have it in the Northeast, we, but we will buy you all the Tillamook cheese. I'll eat it all. And then you'll have to leave because your apartment's really small and I don't need you to be there trapped in there with me after. Yeah. After all the cheese is in me. Yeah. And I have a bunch of plants now, so they will be cleaning all of the air for you. <laughs> air scrubbers. <laughs> and you won't necessarily have to open all the windows or I... turn the fan on. Don't th- I think they just scrub CO two? They don't scrub like methane or whatever it is. They they scrub all air. Okay. They're like air filters. Sure. They are. Botany just isn't a science. It. It's not a science. I'm it's sh- all mumbo jumbo. Fake news. I'm sure we're gonna get some plant expert in the comments being like, "Well, here's the science of how plants blah 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 purify the air." Fake news. <laughs> plants are fake news. Um, Plants and science are fake news. So, anyway, so season's going, preseason's going strong. A lot of other teams, everybody else is playing games. The Spirit are, I've been paying attention to the Spirit because they got Christy Mewis from Boston, and I wanted to see how she was doing there. And apparently, Christy Mewis is killing it. And wait, when did that happen? What? A while ago. Several months ago. Before I think it was even before the draft, dude. Oh, dude! I totally—I uh, forgot. I—I I was mixing up the Muas sisters, in my oh, brain. and I was no. like, "Wait, when did Chrissy Muas go to?" I, I was thinking Sam Muas, and I was like, "When did Sam Muas go from the Courage to Boston, then to DC?" If I Sam, was my bad. If Sam Muas came to Boston and then we gave her up, you can bet I would burn the Breakers' <laughs> office to the ground. <laughs> I think the Breakers are starting to get like scared of you. I don't know about that, but I would definitely be like, if you can't be trusted with a soccer team, so you're not going to have one anymore. Goodbye. Like, I think I think you're absolutely intimidating them in the right way. <laughs> I don't know that I am. I think I, they... I think I think your muscle is really working out. My muscle? You mean the one tailgate yeah. we have at each game? Mm-hmm. Where we your 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 where muscle? We, where we heckle opposing team players as they come out of the locker room. Uh, yeah. Okay, I would sure. be intimidated by that shit. It's like ten people around a girl eating guac going, have a good game, but don't beat us. That's our heckling. 
That is our heckling. Hope you guys have fun out there, but I hope we win. I love it. I love it. That's your heckling. Whereas in Portland, like, God forbid, Hope Solo ever comes back, we have to, like, put up a fence. (sighs) Well, I got all all the fucking negative. America's very into building walls right now, apparently. So just what's one more? $63 million. No. Was it $1 billion for 63 miles? That's uh, fucking ridiculous. I know. I know. Just take it off the show, champ. We got to we gotta keep going. I'm just, just so... <sighs> although although it's decent, a decent little segue because our next little segment is kind of political with Megan Rapinoe. You notice I've done really good segues tonight. You have done good segues. You've done right? better than... I've, yeah, I'm in the zone. I'm in the segue zone. I'm like riding around the hotel on a segue. Sometimes I see Segway tours around the city. I think that's how Segway makes most of its money these days, by selling, like, like bulk sales to tourism and stuff. And to malls. To mall cops. I think they yeah. thought that the Segway would be the individual people mover of the future. And as it turns out, Segway, like, you look like a real asshole on a Segway, and I don't think the average person can afford one, so. And what do you, like, where do you park it? Where do you... Like if you can, you, like if you have room in your house for a treadmill that that folds up, I assume that somebody could could have a Segway in there. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I think they've always just thought that this is going to be a luxury for rich people and never something that like real people would buy into. <laughs> anyway, Megan Rapino. Sorry. Wow. God, you killed my you killed my my Segway. Segway killed the Segway. God damn it! Segway slaughter. Megan Rapinoe has said she's not going to kneel anymore during the anthem in response to U.S. Soccer's new policy where you have to stand respectfully during the anthem if you're mm-hmm. representing the U.S. at a game or whatever. Mm-hmm. She gave a really good interview to Matt Pence at The Guardian to talk about a bunch of stuff, and I think that the quotes were pretty cool from her. I think she basically said, like, I said what I needed to say, the part that I was interested in was where she she didn't actually say the word intersectionality, but she definitely referenced it, where she talked yeah. about, you know, her, yes, she experiences discrimination as a gay woman, but um, there's also different intersectionalities of discrimination if you're like a woman of color and you're queer, stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I think Megan Rapinoe, she's not perfect, obviously, but she is probably the woke bay you're looking for on the national team. Totally. Totally. I mean, between her and Sarbrun, right? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, the, between the two of them, like, they're, they're probably the ones keeping, keeping everyone else up to date and informed and probably too much. <laughs> um, because as we've all learned, there is now a spectrum of being woke, um, and how much you're paying attention to things and whatnot. So, yeah, I think I think what Megan uh, Rapino did last year, like it was timely. It was right? timely, and I think she also had a good point. Like when she knelt, that was all people could could talk about. the The conversation didn't lead back to the the thing she was trying to bring attention to. Right. So it's still a conversation we need to have. So let's find some new different ways of bringing attention to that stuff. Well, and we saw the exact same thing happen with the NFL and Colin Kaepernick, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
and 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 honestly, I mean, look at him as leading edge. Things got re- have been really messy for him. Um, while he's you know a, a make making good decisions about money and investment and and helping uh, other people donations yeah. and all that different stuff, like he is not going to get signed by another NFL team. I wouldn't be surprised if Mega Rapino gets a red card at some point for taking off her kid after she scores a goal and it actually says something on it, on her t-shirt or sports mm-hmm. bra or something like that. Um, I don't know. I think she's going to continue to look for ways to be an activist, uh, ways to continue to, to have this dialogue. Um, and it's a tough one to have these days. It's a tough one and a necessary one. So good for you, Megan Rapino, and anybody mm-hmm. else who decides to step up and try to amplify the conversation. Mm, it's a much needed one. Yeah. We are still in the middle of preseason. Stuff's probably going to happen tomorrow, though, because we recorded. Maybe. What was the thing that we thought was going to happen tomorrow? Allocation list, maybe? Allocation list. Dun, dun, dun. All the teams today had to release their cut-down roster of 25 for preseason. And some teams listed allocated players, like Orlando listed Ashlyn Harris and Allie Krieger, and some other teams didn't. So either it was left up to team by team, or I think some of the teams don't know who their allocated players are, or some mix of both. Which, I feel like U.S. soccer should know which players are allocated by, like, it's, today is March 28th. (laughs) The season kicks off, like, April 15th. You know, a little over two weeks. It feels like, you know, things should be settled on that front. Mm Mm-hmm. Super frustrated for the players, and hopefully they know more than NWSL knows, but we'll see. I mean, I wouldn't count on it, but I expect the worst and hope for the best. Where this, I'm not count. I'm not counting on it either. NWSL continues to, you know, not impress me <laughs> with the way their administrations run, and the fact that they don't have like a leader leader right now is also frustrating. Are you going to apply for that? Apply for what? Commissioner of the NWSL. Sure, I'm sure I would do a great job. Do it. Do it, do it. I can't even get a handle on my own life, but I would definitely not run a league into the ground. (laughs) I think you would do a fantastic job, and I believe in you. I think Amanda Duffy's in position to get the top job. I agree, but I still like like the idea that a a fan could do it, because (laughs) we can fix anything. Isn't that the same reasoning behind people who are like, I want a normal person to be president? And it's like, no, you actually don't want your next door neighbor to make decisions about the economy and war and like jobs and stuff. Do you think Donald Trump is our next door neighbor? I think and he wants. Do you think Donald Trump is a normal person? No, I think he wants people to think he is, though, and campaigns on a very anti intellectual and anti elitist, you know, theme while literally living in a, in a golden tower. Are you saying I'm going down a slippery slope? We, we can have a bunch of slippery slope arguments later. Why don't you yes. go have a different slippery kind of drink? Yeah, I'm going to go. Uh, our, we're doing a poker tournament tonight. So I'm going to go spectate and heckle uh, my coworkers at this poker tournament and probably go out to a bar tonight. So Always re-raise. Cool. Always re-raise. That is, that is good advice from me to you. Always re-raise. You don't Always need to, re-raise. You don't need to fold I, over. I think I think I've already missed the start of it, so I don't think they'll let me play 
I don't know. I don't know how poker tournaments work. I assume that it started at eight, which meant you show up and then you're in. And I, but I, I have no idea. I'm going to go see. Okay. Good luck, buddy. Um, next time we see you, I guess uh, we'll be taking a collection for. <laughs> Potentially. Okay. Potentially. We, we may be doing my own Kickstarter uh, to, you know, buy shoes for me or something. Great. Great. One shoeless fan. Okay. 